Welcome, everyone. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Street Smart Spirituality right here with Dr. Pat Basile on bbsradio.com. bbsradio.com is an internationally syndicated radio show that is absolutely about stretching and knowing who you are on this planet, loving every minute of it. And we've got such a fabulous show planned for you today. Boy, this is a... This is an individual that uh, I absolutely love. She's been on my radio shows, and I'll say that with an S, several times. Those of you that belong to our newsletter know who ex- exactly who I'm talking about because we've sent out thousands and thousands of emails about this show tonight. And so you know I'm talking about Mary Jo McCabe. Uh, we are going to be opening up the phone lines. We're going to be taking your calls. Uh, Mary Jo is going to be doing some readings, and let me just tell you a little bit about her. Uh, Before I go into the official bio, let me give you the skinny on this. Mary Jo has been on my radio station uh, several times, and, and for those of you that want to find out more about that, you'll go to my website. But out of out of the many, many people I've had on there, she has been named by the listeners as one of the most accurate and compassionate readers, people that help guide the truth uh, that we have had on the show. And I want to I say this, and now let me, let me put this in the position of this. Uh, she is respected, she is sought after, and she is what we call an intuitive interpreter, and, and, and we'll talk about what that means. It is the symbols, the messages, all of this that taps into the inner voice, something that she has said yes to. Now, she has developed a very unique ability to communicate with individual souls, both living and deceased. She brings her personal insight, all of that self-direction, her purpose, all of this through communication with her spiritual teachers, which is her guides. For over 23 years, she has been taking her gifts out into the world, and you're going to hear who she's worked with, why she is so sought after, all of the books that she has written, and how each and every one of you today will be able to call in to bbsradio.com and get get your guides to share what they hear. Mary Jo, thank you so much for joining this show today. It's great to be with so you. I so thrilled. You have given me the best intro I've ever had. Well, you know, thank you, you. Thank you. Uh, I am so thrilled. We have been totally jazzed about having um, you on air again. And, you know, people still talk about the last time that you were on the show. And I think we were talking about breaking the coconut. Uh, breaking the coconut code. Breaking the coconut code. And tonight, um, I'd like to explore a number of different things with you Hello. as uh, we invite people uh, to call into bbsradio.com. This is a toll-free number. I just want to make sure. And if the line is busy, please continue to call. Uh, the number is one eight seven seven eight seven six five two two seven eight seven seven eight seven six five two two seven. And we've got some outstanding folks at the other end here going to let us know. You know, Mary, Mary Jo, I, I called you, I called you an interpreter, an intuitive interpreter. Mm-hmm. But I don't know that many people have heard that. You know, it's so funny. People call me for private sessions, and they always ask me, what do you do? And even if you go to my website, you really don't get the clear picture. To me, what I do is interpret for the soul, your soul, your guides. People get so hung up in, well, is it me? Is it my guides? Is it my angel? 
is it God? We're all trying to get to the higher power, which is, to me, God. Someone else may call it something else, but that that energy force out there that's so healing. And so what I do is put a voice on your soul. And I communicate with your inner being, your higher guidance, and I see pictures and I interpret them. But you know what's funny, Dr. Pat? I can't tell if someone's lying to me. I can't tell if someone's female or male because in my learning and in my connection, um, I just see you, the spiritual being. And I think what I do is sit on the fence and I talk to your soul and then I say, okay, I've got it. Then I come back to you and say, okay, now I have it. This is, so I, I guess, am the, I'm the mediator between the soul and the ego, the physical self. And that's what I do. And, you know, that's, I love the way you've, you've just talked about that. I think that is so beautiful, Mary Jo. I mean, being the mediator is sometimes what people, that uh, need. I mean, there are folks that have all of the best intentions of the world, but for some reason or another are not plugged in to the intuitive power they have. Now, you wrote Cracking the Coconut Code, and that talks about transforming your life. But, you know, there are other books that you've written. For example, It All Begins Here, uh, and of course, you know, Come This Way, A Better Life Awaits. But the, the theme, or let's say the thread that I pick up in your writings and what you do, is to really help people fine-tune their own ability to hear the voice. Am I correct? That is correct, and it isn't hard. I think we've been told so many people who are psychic or who are mediums or whatever, oh, I'm, I'm special, I'm the only one that can do this. Well, the first time you hear that in a book or you read that in a book or you hear it on the radio or you hear it on television, turn them off because that, to me, is not true. I believe that we all have the ability to connect. And we may not have the ability to connect to someone's grandma or father or whatever, but we all have the ability to connect to that spiritual world, our inner being. And that is so simply done. All you have to do is start looking at the everyday symbols that are happening in your life every day. For instance, Dr. Pat, I we have a boat, you know, we live in Florida, so Saturday we were out on our boat, and I was jumping off the boat into the ocean, and I got my foot caught on the ladder. Well, needless to say, I tore the whole top of my toe off. And so then yesterday, and I knew, see, when you get this, when you know these things, you know that there is nothing that can go unnoticed. Because the left always means the past, the left side of your body. And the right always means the future. And so I knew that something from my past, since it was my left foot, was holding me back and hurting me. Well, yesterday I fell. I got my foot caught in a cord and went down on my nose and and on my leg, my hip, and it was all on the left side. So there's something happening to me in the past that's holding me back a bit. bit. It may be my attitude. It may be old relationships. Right. All you have to say at that point is say, okay, God, show me. Show me what it is or who it is. We're going to get back to this because this is so important. 
this is what you're talking about is so important. And what I love about what you're talking about, Mary Jo, and this is what our listeners, uh, you know, if, if you're out there, you're going to want to get a pad and a pencil if you're not, you know, and, and write some of this down. Because a lot of people think that they don't get the signs, that they don't hear it. Oh, they do. You know, people believe that intuition is something that just happens, that you see. You don't see. No one can invade your private space. And so you have to realize that when the intuitive self speaks, it's done in just kind of a, a slow hum. Oh, Recently, great. Recently, this, this will explain it for your listeners. Recently, I was telling my granddaughter a story, putting her to bed. And she is seven, eight now. And uh, so I started telling her this story that there was this flower in the garden and the flower wanted to be this beautiful flower like all the other flowers in the garden. But because of, of the way where the flower was positioned, it would never, because the sun couldn't reach it. Uh -huh. The woman who took care of the garden was named a certain name. And she said, Mimi, did I ever know your father? Now, you have to realize that that was my father's mother who died, this huh. name, who died when I was four years old. Oh, wow. Her name was um, something so unusual that you would have never picked it out. Never. And Letty was her name. That is not a common name. But immediately she thought of my father. Now, I didn't say this was my father's mother. I didn't say anything. So, you see, it just came to her, my father. That's how the intuition works. It's just, all of a sudden, it just pops into your mind. Oh, that's, and, that's fabulous. And that's how it works. That's you fabulous. You have to watch story. me, Dr. Pat. I'll start talking. I get so excited about that. Well, you're talking and people are calling. Good. So, we've got some folks waiting to, to join us on the show. For those that's of you so just good. tuning in, I'm Dr. Pat Basile. This is the Dr. Pat Show. This is our Street Smart Spirituality Hour right here on bbsradio.com. My guest today is, of course, the internationally renowned Mary Jo McCabe, and I believe we have a caller. So let me welcome the caller to, to the show. Who do we have on the line? This is Bobby. Hi, Bobby. Welcome to the show. Thank you so much for joining us tonight. And I'm sure you've got a question for Mary Jo. I do. It has to do with our personal icons or symbols that we really resonate with. And for me, they're... In particular, sunflowers, um, Scotty dogs, um, things like that. So, mm -hmm. what does that mean? And are there messages in those things well, for us? Well, it depends. You know, everyone has their own personal symbols. To me, a sunflower would just be joy. To you, it might mean your mother. You know, because she grew sunflowers. So you have to relate it to what it means to you. But for you, I would say any time we have a flower or any time you see a, a, a flower open up like a rose or that kind of thing, it symbolizes an opening, like you're becoming more aware of something. Mm -hmm. If you use that as your symbol for that, you will begin to get messages. But you have to realize that you are the one who interprets the symbol. It's what it means to you. You can read my book. You can read my books on dreams. You can read um, a, a number of books on dreams or symbology, but it's what it means to you. If I have I your soul cards. You, pardon me? I have your soul cards. Perfect. You have my symbol cards. 
I do. Uh -huh, your and symbol they card. work. In fact, people can go to my website. They're free. It, my website is maryjoemccabe.com, and you can ask a question and get an immediate answer by flipping the cards on online. They're free, and they're free because I believe so strongly in this. I want people to be able to hear their inner voice. So, you know, but Bobby, if I look at you right now and I say, okay, to your soul, where are you at this particular time in your life? You're pushing away the past because I see a sign and your hand is down by your side and you're going, go away, go away, go away. Something from your past or someone you're trying to ignore. It's like, I don't want to go there. I don't want to see that. I don't want to be there. But the past is pulling you. And so there is something that you need to turn around and confront or a person that you need to kind of deal with, but something is taking your attention right now. Do you have any idea what it is? Possibly. Possibly. I'm well, you know, you need to eat a lot of peppermint, um, whether it's peppermint candy or what, because it's very settling for your stomach. And you have a lot of issues with acid in your stomach, so that could be very beneficial to you. But you see, when I'm talking to her, I just start seeing symbols. And so I can choose and pick what I want to tell her, but I try very hard to answer your question. Thank you. You made a tremendous shift in your life in the year 2002. It was like oh, the universe threw cold water in your face and said, wake up and smell the coffee. So yes. I don't know what happened at that time, but it was a wonderful, wonderful transformation. And you have one coming up next year, too, 2007. Next year, you said? Yes, I did. 2007. Wow. Uh, I better get ready. Who did you, was there a funeral in the year 2003, or was there someone you put out of your life at that point? It, it, there was something very devastating. Okay. And Let me show you what I saw. I saw a grave. And so that tells me necessarily if it's a death, that it's a death, but there was an ending. Mm -hmm. A very hard, it was something you had to grieve. Mm -hmm. Yeah, something extremely difficult and... Um, yeah, yeah. Just something that, you know, something that you almost don't survive. But you did. So it's been kind of a, a climb uphill and sometimes a, a coasting uphill since then. But I only anticipate things to go well. And so the whatever's happening next year, it, that's a, a positive change? That's a positive thing. Excellent. You know, the good thing about talking to your spiritual self, your soul, is that there's nothing bad. I love that. Mm -hmm. There is nothing bad nor scary. Right. So, because everything that happens in that place is blessed. Mm -hmm. And that's the truth. I love that. Because, you know, when we look at what's going on in the media and society, uh, and we look at what people call the dark side, or the other side. Um, what becomes sensationalized really is what sells. And we go from one extreme to the other. What sells is either the good force or the bad force, the light or the dark. And, you know, what, what do you make of that, uh, Mary Jo? I mean, you know, what is it that's it's going on? Because you said there is no bad there for Bobby. There is no bad. And we have to realize that when we see wars being fought, we see people being murdered, we see things that, uh, you know, are very hard to take, 
we all have to take responsibility for our lives and say on a soul level there is no such thing as a victim you are never in the wrong place at the wrong time that's just not there so once we get through the heartache the, the grief um, or whatever it is the discipline that's forced upon us at that time that we have to face then we have to look for the light of it and that's saying what was the purpose of it what has helped me grow and some of us don't ever want to face that we want to wallow so that's great we can wallow but there comes a time when we have to say okay what is the purpose of this my guides I talk to about them frequently and like they said you can never have peace until the wars are fought now that could mean the wars outside of you that could mean the inner war but there is no such thing as as you know finding peace when there has not been a war that you've had to fight. So we have to go through the struggles, the dark times, to get to find the light. And you know, my whole conversation with my guides is, the biggest thing is, if you don't find God here, you won't find God there when we die. So we have to look for the light. We have to see and understand the purpose of it. And that's hard to tell someone who's lost a child or who's lost a mate or who's had a devastating loss in their life. That yes. is very, very hard. Yes. And we should never take away the mourning process of anything because that's part of the learning. That's, that's the finding the light in it. But the light could be, well, I know that they're in a better place, but how has that changed me? And that's what we have to look for. We have to look at the growth that it has helped us. Let's face it, heaven is balanced. We can see the negative, we can see the positive. We can see the dark, we can see the light. We have to find the middle. And so that's what heaven is, is keeping that balance. Okay, thank you, Bobby. Uh, thank did we you. answer your questions? Do you have a follow-up question uh, for Mary Jo? That was just perfect. Thank you so much. Well, thank you. Thank you so much for calling in. Thanks. Uh, we have the we have the best listeners, uh, Mary Jo. I'm telling you, there's just some amazing people out there, and really uh, living in the question, as I would say. And I want to thank thank you, Mary Jo, for that. That was a great answer. I mean, I really, you know, I don't think there's a mistake that uh, every time I do a show, I hear something I absolutely need to hear. Well, you know, we do what we need to learn. So. <laughs> You know, I, I had a feeling you were going to say something like that. Guess what? I do what I need to learn. Oh, my goodness. Well, we obviously have another caller that would like to do a little bit of what they need to learn. I wonder right. who it is. Let me welcome you to the show. Who are we speaking with today? This is Linda. Hi, Linda. Welcome to the show. Let me introduce you to Mary Jo McCabe. Hello, Linda. What can I do for you? Anything that will help? That's well, an honest person. <laughs> You know, I think that's great. I, hey, we all need to say, what about me? And that's a fantastic thing. You're learning a lot of patience. Your home was disrupted about two years ago, 2004. Right now, this year, 2006, you're becoming a better listener. You feel extremely confined right now. I see you behind bars, which is my symbol for confinement. And you feel that you can't get where you want to go. Now, the problem is, in April or May, you packed so much on you that you couldn't get the suitcase closed. So there was a lot being thrown to you. You 
are someone who needs to be clear with what it is that's happening around you. You're like a dog with a bone when you can't get through it and you can't understand it. But you have a mother figure who's on the other side, that could be a mother or a grandmother, who had a connection either to the number 12 or to the month of December. And uh, so anyway, she's there and she's holding one foot up. So I have a feeling that she was either paralyzed on one foot or leg or she had problems with that side of her body. So, um, but you're at a stage now where, and she's concerned about a niece, uh, which means a distant, um, there's a there's a female in your family, and I want to say it's a it's it's not a sister, it's a niece of hers, or someone that's a little bit of a distant relative. So I'm not sure who that is, but she's very concerned, and you need to kind of reach out and be a support system. How does that sound, Linda? I, I it's a little faint, but you talked about a niece. Uh, yeah, 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 yes. Yes. Yeah, say it again, Mary Jo and, and Linda. Uh, I don't know if you have volume on your phone that you can turn up, but um, uh, let's Mary Jo will speak up and we'll see if you can get it. Okay. Um, this lady on the other side, there's something about an E sound on the end of the name. Penny, um, Kathy, there's an E sound on the end of the name. And she is concerned. And when they give me about this person, and when they give me the the niece, that is symbolic of either not a daughter, not a granddaughter, but it's either a niece per se, or kind of a distant relative, or a good friend that's like a sister to you. But there's not enough blood there to make them really connect. So whoever this female is, um, this woman said she was my love. You know, she was the love of her life because she gives me the valentine. So you might want to think about what that is or who it is, but she just wants you to reach out, all right? Okay. So do you have a niece or someone that's close to you? And Mary Jo also said that uh, in April and May, you know, so to speak, Mary Jo, correct me, that your suitcases were really overfilled. <laughs> you know what I saw? And you know how someone will pack their suitcase and yep. then they try to get it closed? Oh, you sit on the suitcase to yes, close it. That's exactly the symbol I saw. Now, that doesn't mean necessarily that she went on a trip. Right. But what it does mean is that she overscheduled herself. There was more going on in her life than what she could possibly do. Yes, and right. also Mary Jo said that she, she saw a constraint, a symbol of a prison bar. Uh, and I think that's what you said, Mary Jo, Absolutely. that you saw a prison bar for Linda. What's going on in your life right now where you are very, you feel held back? Uh, pr probably my job. Yep, your job, okay. Well, uh, a little bit of that gets better next month, but you're going to have to be the whistleblower. And that's exactly the picture I see. You're blowing the whistle. So you need to speak up for you. And you need to do it now, not yesterday but now so um, even if I lose my job well you know you're not going to lose your job I don't feel I feel there is a curtain call I feel that you're going to choose to do something differently but when they say a curtain call you know it could be your last vow but you have to understand the gain is to come so be looking for something more how long have you worked in this job 
Uh, about a year and a half. Well, God put you here on this earth to be in white. So, you know, you're really a healer. And, and you know, there are three, there, there are interpreters, there are healers, and there are teachers. And so that didn't come from me, that came from education. And, you know, we're, we're, all of us happens to be one of those three things. You're a healer, and you must show compassion, but you're so hard on yourself right now, and they're trying to put something in your head that you're just not willing to do. You know, you keep trying to fit it into your way of thought, and it's just not going to happen. So, you know, you can watch and listen, but you're going to have to speak out. Okay. Did you hear that, Linda? Oh, yes. All right. Now, listen, I've got a question for you because... Uh, Mary Jo, and for those of you tuning in, you're listening to the Dr. Pat Show. My guest, Mary Jo McCabe, the lines are open, one eight seven seven eight seven six five two two seven. Linda, I don't know if you heard it, but she talked about a grandmother that's on the other side, somebody uh, with some relationship to the date or of December, or a mother figure. Now, does the figure have to be on the other side, Mary Jo? Yes, Could it... they are dead. When they... They're the dead, okay. Time... The only time I know that they're dead is when they tell me. Okay, got it. So this lady was dead, is dead, and she either had problems with one side of her body. Okay. Um, she's standing on one foot. And okay. Sometimes that means the body was paralyzed, or um, you know, she lost a leg or a limb, or something like that. Something like that, because I see the picture, and you know, when people say, "Oh no," well, I'm sorry, I see them. And, and they're standing here. But I want to say this was someone connected to your father's side of the family. has to be my, my grandmother, my father's mother. Okay. So this is, this is um, she's wonderful. But she keeps saying Merry Christmas. Did she die around Christmas? Or And remember, she gave me the number 12. So that can mean the month of December. Is that your birthday? What's the deal? And, and maybe that's when she's... Um, I just don't know what the month of December is, but that has a connection for her. Do you know that, Linda? Do you know what it is? It's almost like two things because my mother's mother's mother died in January um, but got very sick in December um, around Christmas time. It was in the hospital, and but my my father's mother had a stroke, so she was paralyzed. Yeah. I would say it's your father's mother. Okay. So, but it just could be another person there for the December. And mm-hmm. you see, that's, they never say, I'm changing, I'm changing. They just start giving mm-hmm. me symbols, and mm-hmm. that's the way it is. Yes, yeah, so do you have anybody in your direct family that has a birthday in December? And do you have a niece? Because Mary Jo was saying something about a niece. Well, Who, I, whose birthday is it in December? Well, interestingly enough, I have a friend whose birthday is two friends in birthdays in December, I have a niece whose birthday is December, and my mother and my sister were born on the same day in December. All right, so tell me what is going on with the niece. Um, She's ADD, or ADHD, Mm -hmm. and um, she's been living with us and my mother for the last year, since last June, so it's a year, Um, and she's in a private school to help her get herself straightened out because none of the teachers would pay attention to her, and we're getting her the help that she needs, and she was very, 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 very depressed. Well, that is, the older lady is very concerned about her. 
And when they show you that, they're just showing you so that you know you're being supported. But more importantly, they're trying to get through to you that this is serious. You know, you need to pay attention to it. Okay. How has that been going with uh, with your niece now? Well, and, and it's interesting because we have been, well, my mother, my sister, and I have both um, worked with her, and there is like a 100% change in her over the last year. Um, I don't think she's completely out of the woods, but um, she's, she's 100% better. She's getting, well, I mean, she's, that is she's, great. Yeah, so it may be due to this lady on the other side, but keep praying for her and keep giving her encouragement. Well, thank she's you, a Linda. Great, great young child, and she has a heart of gold, and she's going to do very well. She's had a little bit of a speech problem, you know, when she started talking, so she's very quiet in her mind. You know, she really thinks things through before she says them, but a very, very strong personality when she develops and grows up. You're going to be proud of her. Okay. Thank you very much. Thank you, Linda. Thank you so much. Thank you, Mary Jo. Uh, Mary Jo, I love how you do this. Um, it is, I'm always in awe. I, I can listen to you for hours, <laughs> hours about this. Family, though. <laughs> you know, it, when, when people call for readings, I always tell them, you know, I make a tape, you get the tape. Because I talk so fast that it's hard to grasp everything at once. So when you have the tape, you can go back and you can listen to it and listen to it. And things that didn't make any sense to you today, like this lady, may make some sense this time next year. Exactly. So, you know, I had, some, I had a psychiatrist, one partic particular, that studied my work back in the late 80s. And he told me that when my guides give information, that they really speak in parables. So, you know, I always tell people, you don't have to have a zillion readings from people. One reading, you know, you'll know if you need to have another one. But we have to listen back to what's already been given to us. And we have to hear it. So, you know, for people calling in and that kind of thing, if they have a tape, they need to tape it and, and really play it back or get someone to take notes for them. Well, we're going to have this show, the, you know, our friends at BBS, Radio.com uh, are collecting all of these archives, and uh, we are uh, thrilled that they're going to be having those up. So we'll make sure that the uh, callers know that. But I think, you know, importantly, Mary Jo, I would love for you to give out your website because um, there are books there. People can contact you for readings, all of this. Uh, and I think you're doing it through your website, or do you have a phone number? I have a phone number, but you can also go to my website, MaryJoMcCabe.com. Oh. And I'm going to date myself, but um, I don't know if any of your listeners remember the movie McCabe and Mrs. Miller. Well, that's how you spell my name, McCabe, M-C-C-A-B-E. So it's MaryJoMcCabe.com, or my phone number where my assistant is, is um, I can give you that number, which is 504-738-3058. And so that's in New Orleans. Well, thank you so much. Let's get back to this, this idea of symbols. Uh, I think we have another caller. I, I want to check in with you about symbols because uh, we'll take this call and then I'll share a story with you because uh, I started to pay attention to symbols when I was very young and then I got away from it. But November of last year, I started to question whether or not this is truly mine to do. 
was it mine to be on radio? And I did what you said. I didn't quite do it in the way that you, you indicated, but I said, please give me a sign. And, and that's how I, you do it. And that's it. And I got, and we won one international award. Then we won another international award. Then we were voted the, the favorite progressive talk radio show in Seattle. And then I kept asking because obviously I was in doubt because I wanted to expand. And in January, we won another award, um, ordinary, pers ordinary People, Extraordinary Outcomes. And I continued to ask for symbols. And so once that door opens, is it your opinion that we have to pay even more attention because there's so much that comes through? There is so much that comes through, and it's like anything else. Once we see it, it the door just gets wider and wider and wider, and so the symbols are there. But when we ask for guidance, we all must remember that we get our answers. So there's no such thing as, ooh, I didn't get it. Of course you got it. You just didn't listen. <laughs> or you didn't want to hear that. <laughs> we try to make it hard. I know. I so hard. I was thinking before you called tonight that uh, before this appointment, I have a client who I dearly love. And when, I, when he comes to see me, which isn't that often, but when he'll come to me for his readings, he just wants the guy to talk. Just tell me what I need to know. And so he loves to do that simply because he says he listens to the tapes over and over and over. So I told him, I said, well, you need to read my books. He said, oh, they're too simple. See, we all try to make it hard. There we go. And I want to get back to the simplicity and keep it like this. And I'll get back to this story. But I think we have another caller. So let's welcome you to the show. Who are we speaking with today? This is Ava. Hi, Ava. Welcome to the show. Let me introduce you to Mary Jo McCabe. Hello. Hi, Mary Jo. How are what you? What can I do for you today? I'm doing good. What can I do for you? Okay. Um, well, you know, I've got some uh, financial issues going on, and uh, I really feel that um, this is going to totally shift for me, but I just want to see what you feel what you're feeling about that well you know you have to realize that before we heal something we have to know where it started and this started for you about 16 years ago and then about 12 years ago you went through another turmoil and in the last four years you have truly put your head on your shoulders and said okay this is mine I have to fix it no one else is going to fix it for me you have about three more years in the cycle and then you get the release Mm -hmm. so, okay, so thank you. So you're almost there. Now, who is the man in your life with the mustache or the beard on his face? None that I know of. All right. Yeah, you don't have anybody with a mustache or a beard? Mm, not right now. Mm. Oh. Do you have someone that's dead? Oh, sure, yeah. Father. Did he have a beard or a mustache? Yes. Did he have light eyes? Did he have what? Light eyes. Yes. Okay. Do you have a birthday coming up or an anniversary of his death? Are there some kind of celebration coming up in the next month, I want to say? It, it may even be September. Um, but he says, forgave, forgave. He writes that out. And um, 
So there's something going on that you feel um, a burden or there's something connected to him. And he's either acknowledging that you've forgiven him or he's acknowledging that he's forgiven because he says forgave and his way of acknowledging that. Um, your dad's death, you know, he just lost his strength, but he feels like he caused his death. So, so how did he die? Um, he died very young of a heart attack. Okay. Very young. So you know, probably so his body just gave body. out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But anyway, you have a, you have an event, or there's something coming up in life that um, is a celebration, and he acknowledges that. That's probably my 50th birthday, which has just passed. <laughs> just passed. Yeah, it's just passed. Okay, mm-hmm. tell me what's in September. I don't know what's coming up in September. No, this would be an every year thing. Um, it's um, it's a celebration of some sort, um, and that can sometimes be an anniversary, a birthday, but it connects to him, and he says, remember me. So you may need to do your homework and figure out what it is, all right? Okay. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks so Thank much you, Dr. Pat. Okay, bye. Bye. All right. Piecing a puzzle. You know, when the symbols work, they work. But sometimes we have to work hard to try to figure out how they do work. And then when it clicks, it clicks. Well, I think we have to be able to put the pieces of the puzzle together in our lives. And really, you know, sometimes I just shared before um, the last caller, before Ava, of course, that, you know, I asked for a message. It was the first time since being on the radio, Mary Jo, that I actually said, Give me a sign, is this my to-do? And which meant to me that I had one foot out and one foot in. And yet I knew that the minute that I stepped behind a microphone to do a show, uh, I was home. And then what comes after that is, am I paying attention to see the signs that this is mine to do, that I'm on my rightful path, and that this is, you know, something that is absolutely prosperous and abundant for everyone involved? And so I keep asking for the signs, and each time I ask, something shows up. And the last time this happened, I said, I can't do this alone. Thank you for all the awards. I can't do this alone. Please send people. Give me a sign, and then the people show up. In January, I sat down and I did an intention in one of our Sunday services, and I had never been able to do this intention before, Mary Jo, never. Every year the minister comes out and she says, I want everybody to write down their intention. Never able to write it down, but I always pretend. This year I talked about, the, I said this, I am the expansion of God in me, through me, and as me. Fantastic. And that was what I said. And since that point in time, the radio show has grown. We're syndicated in Florida five days a week. We're getting ready to enter a brand new market in Boston, two shows in Chicago. Uh, one in Syracuse, New York, and two in California, and satellite hookup. That is fantastic. The questions that come up still for me, and who knows why, is this mine to do? When am I going to get over that? Oh, I don't know that you ever will. <laughs> okay. That's just who, you know, and that's okay. Okay. That's okay, because it keeps you growing and it keeps you searching, and that's the point of life. When there's nothing else to search... We leave the earth. We die. 
So you have to realize that as long as you're breathing, you haven't learned it yet. Thank you. And so thank you uh, for, for, for pointing that out. I think we have another caller. Wow, this is great. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Who am I speaking with? Hello, this is Anne. Hi, Hi, Anne. Welcome to the show. Let me introduce you to Mary Jo McCabe. Can you hear okay, Anne? I sure can. Hi, Mary Jo. Hi. What can I do for you? Well, you know, I've had kind of a resting period and healing period for a couple of years in my life, and now I'm coming out of the gate, getting ready to move forward. What do I need to know? What is my soul telling me that I'm not tuning into? Well, it's not that you're not tuning into it. Um, it's just the fact that you're just trying to calm the sea. And I don't know why or what happened in the year 1997 and then again in the year 2002. And this year, it's been more about your personal life, and you've gotten your world back together emotionally and economically. So what you're looking at is, you know, it's the fact that 1997, then 2002, and now you're in this place where you're saying, okay, I have found me. You're going into a new learning environment. Now, that doesn't always mean a institution such as school, but it can mean something different and new that's put in front of you, that you exercise your mind. And so there's going to be new learning. You may not tap into this until late year next year, which is 2007. But there's a change of direction. This year, you're in it right now. And so either there's a move taking place or there's a shift taking place of some sort that's physical. And so there's something going on in your physical life that you're not going to have to guess what it is. Um, but your soul right now is going through a purging of old stuff. There is a need for you to know that you have to, I hope you don't smoke, but if you do, you have to be very careful because your respiratory tract is the weakest part of your body, especially in the, the upper chest, the throat area. You really have to watch that. Even people that smoke around you, you have to be careful. But I do feel that your soul right now is going through a clearing, and you're learning to embrace you. You have a lot of interest in new life. So that's good. That's okay. good. Okay. Do you see any particular thing coming forward as far as the interest? Like what do you mean? Well, something that's resonating, you know, um, you know, whether it's a music or art or, you know. I don't think it's or... going to be music. And maybe art, but it's something that's going to be therapeutic and something that brings you forward. Something that you kind of started in 1991. So I don't know how old you are, um, but there was something that you tapped into in the early 90s that you kind of put aside and said, mm, and it just could be something that you connected to. But somehow, some way, this kind of got refocused or came back up in your life in the year 2002, I mean 2004, so it's coming again. And I do feel it's going to involve someone with a just sound in their name, and it's going to be someone you already know. So, now, I see um, it's something you're going to marry, as they would say. It's something you're going to blend with. 
So it's a good thing, but there's new le learning. There's n new books around you. They go school, and um, it, it's gonna, it's it will be something that exercises your brain. You don't have to search for it. It will find you. Oh, good. Okay. Great. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. And well, let thank me tell you. you who it's going to come by. Um, there's a light-haired female that will just start talking about something or saying something, uh, and you go, huh, I'm going to think about that. You know, you're great in communication. You could sell anything, um, but you have a really hard time detaching emotionally. So that you learn from your mother. Okay. Hmm. Was, was that helpful for you, Anne? It sure was. Thank you so much to both of you. Thank you. Have a great, great, great evening. Thank okay, you so much you. for listening, and thank you so much for calling. Mm -hmm. Mary Jo, uh, you know, I, I, I've listened to you talk to um, the folks that have called in today and how you work with symbols. And we started the show by saying that anyone can do this. And you commented before our last caller that there was somebody that you were, you were working with that said, well, I'm not going to read your books. They're too simple. Right. Why do we want to make this complicated? Because people believe that it has to be, if it's worthwhile. God is simple. And if I offend people saying, God, I'm really sorry. But that's what I really believe. God is simple. And I use my higher power as God, and, and that's how I refer to my higher power. But we believe that, and unfortunately, that's what we've been taught, that if something's easy, it's just not meant to be. Well, that's really, that's really the only way we know we're on the right journey, is when it flows. Yeah, How do you know, we know I, when we're somewhere we don't need to be because it's one hurdle after another. Well, That's you know, I was talking to someone the other day and I said, you know, I don't know what year it was. Maybe it was 1992. That was kind of an interesting year for me. But I, I decided to give up a phrase that had been part of my life uh, from as long as I can remember. And what I decided to give up was this phrase, no pain, no gain. <laughs> You know what I mean? Yeah. Because, you know, we started to talk about the quantum physics and the connection. And, I, you know, if, if I carry that around in my consciousness, then everything I do, including this radio show, becomes an albatross. That's exactly right. And if people do not believe the power of that, the power of the words, the thoughts, Next time you go somewhere where you need a parking spot, before you get there, you project. I will have a parking spot right there in front, or there will be an opening, and watch what happens. If you project enough time, say 10, 15 minutes, whatever it is, when you leave your home or you leave your place to reach your destination, say, I will have a parking place, it's going to open up for me, and watch it happen. It happens, and when people look at the simplicity of that and go, wow, same difference when we create these negative talks back to ourselves. You know, most of us, Dr. Pat, wouldn't talk to anyone the way we talk to ourselves. So, you know, after a while, we have to change that, and we have to get to a place where we like ourselves better. So it's hard. Well, you're I'm absolutely right. We, we are brutal to ourselves well, sometimes. Of course we are. And remember, we do what we need to learn. So I 
I need to hear myself talk. I need to I need to do what I need to learn. And I do do it. I have to talk to myself all the time. Well, th- you know, Mary Jo, thank you. I want to just make sure um, that everyone has your website, McCabe, And let me give the spelling of that to you. It's Mary Jo, J-O, McCabe, M-C-C-A-B-E dot com. And um, Mary Jo, let's have your phone number for people that want to contact you directly. It is 504-738-3058. Now, we've got some time left here, and I told uh, my, the Dr. Pat team that I would ask you if you would uh, really take a look at where I am and where I am with the vision and, uh, and what you see. What are some of the symbols that show up for me? Well, if I look at you right now, I see that you've just begun your work. You have a, um, a shovel and you're digging in, which tells me that you have yet to find that foundation under you that feels, you know, your feet are on the ground, but you haven't found your groove yet. And so you know there's still a little bit more gravy out there that you haven't yet tasted. And so there is still more to come with your show. I do feel that you're having to throw away the clutter of the past. About 13 years ago, Dr. Pat, something disrupted your life and the way you feel about you, took away your ego. And these last two years, you have worked hard to recreate a fondness for you. So I feel that you're in a space in your life right now where you're having to learn to take control. You're having to do it your way, not someone else's way. And you're kind of spreading your wings. But there's a whole different direction in the spring of next year for you. And that will even add more abundance in your life. Well, it's funny you mention that because I don't know what 13 years is, but I can tell you that my experience in 1992 uh, really rocked my world, and you're absolutely right. Uh, and, and the experience that I had was uh, corporate downsizing after 25 years. Now, what I did with that was, and this is my response sometimes, is I went back to school. And I look back at that now, and I say to myself, had that not happened, I would have never gone back for my two graduate degrees and a Ph.D., and there would be no Dr. Pat show. (laughs) But you're right. It was about 13 years ago. Yeah. Yes. That was rerouting you and getting you to where you are now. But I'll tell you, it did knock the wind out of my sails. And you're absolutely right about where I am in my life. But you see, that's where you take the dark and you build it to see the light. And you said, okay, what's the good that's come out of it? We don't always get to see it at the time, but if we keep ourselves focused on where we want to be, and that's hard, or just surviving the day, eventually we get out of the clutter. And, you know, when people are having hard times in their life and they're, they're going, oh, God, how much more can it get? How much worse can it get? If we just don't give in to that and we just keep plugging and say, I refuse to allow this to ruin my day. And, you know, we all have to wallow. But after a while, um, people don't want to hear it anymore. You know, it, oh, I, know. I always tell people it takes a lot of energy to be depressed and sad. So, you know, that's why people say, well, I'm, 
all my friends have left me, nobody wants to be with me, that's exactly right because it zaps their energy. I know. It and, you know, brings energy. Sadness, it, depression, oh, you know, oh. harping and all of that takes energy. So we suck everybody dry. <laughs> I know. And, you know, there's a reason you're not being invited to parties anymore. That's exactly right. Yeah. And people don't know why. They just don't want, they just, they put those walls up. So you're at a good place. Even though that was a difficult time in your life, you took it and you changed it and you made it something better. Well, and so it changed who you are. Well, you're absolutely right about where we are. I mean, uh, for those of us that work on the Dr. Pat show, we know that we've got more to do because beyond the radio show, there are other things that I see. The bottom line for me is how many ways can I take this message out in the world? How many ways can I reach people so that they know that they can thrive in their lives? That's what it's like. And some days people say, you know what, you're out of your mind. Haven't you listened to the news? What do you make of this, you know, coming out here and doing a show that's called Talk Radio to Thrive By when clear across the world, you know, bombs are going off? And that's true. And that is true. And that does not minimize anyone's life that has a loved one there. I mean, my husband's retired military. You know, I'm very connected to what's going on in the other parts of the world. But you have to realize that all we can do is pray for them, support them, and believe in the journey that they're on. And whether we like it or not, it's the path that's chosen, and they have to follow through. So do we want to scream about it? Of course we do. But we have to stay focused. And, and say there's something good coming out of this. You can't have peace unless you fought the wars. Well, Mary that doesn't mean war per se. You know? No, I know what you're talking about. I mean, we're just really talking about, you know, those challenges that come up. It certainly doesn't mean we don't need to have compassion for the people going through it. But, uh, you know, we just have to be a support system for each other, and that's the key to any trauma. I just have a client-slash-friend who just lost their son Saturday night in a car wreck. Uh. And, I mean, devastation. And like she told me yesterday, she said, I know all the right answers. I know where he is. I know he's happy. I know there's a sense of peace about it. But that doesn't help me right now. And she's right. It doesn't. So, you know, she needs to grieve. That is so important that we need to have that moment to get to know us and to go within and it's just a, a horrible. We may know the outcome is the best, but that doesn't mean we want to accept it. So everything is an inch by inch by inch by inch by inch, but eventually we get there. Well, thank you so much, Mary Jo. I mean, you please keep shining your light. And uh, uh, what's on the horizon for you? Well, I am, um, you know, I moved my office out of Louisiana. I'm now in, in uh, Florida, but my assistant is still in Louisiana. And uh, I am writing more books, and I'm revising my um, symbol cards. I am adding to them so that people can have a better explanation. So we're in the middle of doing a new website and just more books and travels and all of that. And um, hopefully something new is coming on the forefront that I can't talk about. But there's more to come. All right. Well, you please make sure you let us know about that new stuff so we can support you on your journey well, like you, you have done. Me on. Well, thank you so much. You have supported so many of the listeners of the show right here on BBS 
radio.com and all of the listeners that follow the Dr. Pat show. So thank you so much, Mary Jo. In closing, is there a personal statement that you would like to leave for our listeners? Learn to find your way by recognizing the everyday symbology in your life. There are five symbols that you need to listen to. The left always means the past. The right always means the future. Water is always emotion. House, your house is how you're thinking. Cluttered house, cluttered thoughts. Your car represents you physically. It's the connection to your physical body. When your battery won't start, you're out of energy. So you're, if you look at these five symbols and you listen to them, you will always know the path that's best for you. Well, thank you, Mary Jo McCabe. Thank you all for listening tonight. Uh, another great show right here on bbsradio.com. This is the Dr. Pat Show. This is our Street Smart Spirituality Hour right here on BBS Radio. To find out all of the times that we're on air, because we're on air about, uh, I'd say we're now up to 11 or 12 live, and this is not rebroadcast, live broadcast of the Dr. Pat Show. You'll have to go to the website, www.thedrpatshow.com. T-H-E-D-R-P-A-T-S-H-O-W.com and stay tuned for our new syndication as we reach out into New York, Chicago, California. We are also in Seattle and Florida right here on bbsradio.com. Thank you so much for listening and thank you, Mary Jo McCabe. Thank you. All right, everyone. We'll see you next week right here on BBS Radio. You have been listening to BBS Radio, a blogandservice.com production and a service to others endeavor. Thank you very much for tuning in to our radio program, and we wish you much peace and joy on your journey.